You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. Lift your two hands first. I want to express an expectation to the Lord before I call God's servant to come here. Lift your voice and pray. Come on. Come on. Speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord. Express. Be very specific. Don't just uh, be specific. What is that one thing that you are trusting God for grace? I beg you, some of you, when I look at you from here, I know you're not praying well. I can sense it. Yeah, I can see that you're not being serious. Just quickly shift. Move from that place of seriousness and get serious. Get serious. Get serious. Get serious. Tell the Lord. I don't know what this, but just tell the Lord. He heard God's servant. Said he went to his friend, not as a friend. <laughs> no, he went beyond that. So when you see grace, to humble yourself and take what is there. Let me be specific. It can be a rent issue. It can be a rent issue. It can be a job issue. It can be a healing that you need in your body. It can be a certain sense of stagnation around you. And you say, no, Lord, 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 I know I'm, I'm talking to you about this. I know you're working something out. But at this very moment, I acknowledge that, that, that men are carriers of grace. Men are carriers of grace. Boroshtame namahaba. Rababa sukebere tu stonomai. Ferete subre combredo stono brande. Ibrando bristora beca losta barando ria. Iramama roca brame rostune. Ripa supre farates tu caraba liababa. Yes. 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 Fele tomeretama macapai. Jeprosu fratile moncolebia. My goodness. Thank you, Father of glory. 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 Yes, express the Lord. Oh, Lord of glory. Oh, Lord of glory. Thank you, Father. 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 Hallelujah. A God's servant is a prophetic teacher and preacher. He preached the word of God on the wings of the prophetic. And by God's grace, by reason of what God is doing in his life, many saints across the world seek to be imparted by his ministry you know while I'm doing this mommy I went to a program 
Every time they invited me to that church, I went there to sing. And one day, the servant of God called me and said, Pastor Isaiah, I want you to come and preach in our church. And I laughed. I said, sir, but have you heard me preach? He said, but you're a pastor over at church. I'm glad that you should come. He said, but the thing is that I'll be away to the U.S. to start our new branch there. So you are preaching for me on that day. And this is a man that I greatly revere, a great man of God, has a beautiful church. So when I got into the service and the wife introduced me and I stood there, look at the congregation. This is how they all looked at me. Because he comes there to sing. What does he have to say? It took about five, ten minutes into the preaching for them to realize that there was something more than the person. That's how human beings are. It's because of some of you, that's why we do introduction. Are you with me? Some of you, when you don't know, you don't know, it's your knowledge that helps you. But some to the descent. Uh, for the sake of all of us, we want to make sure we enjoy this. So that's why I'm doing this. I beg you. So please open your heart and smile. This funny doesn't help my spiritual life. Hallelujah. He is the president of the Treasure Institute and presiding bishop of the Christ Life Commission Churches, which is headquarters in Captain Park, South Africa. Amen. People of God, God has given this man a voice in that nation he has broken grounds raised men that is such a vessel the lord brings to us this morning with jesus joy in our hearts let's come receive the apostle of god as he comes to release that prophetic blessing upon our lives this wonderful morning somebody shout hallelujah Somebody wave your hands and say, praise the Lord. Glory to God. Say with me, I'm blessed. Do you feel like you're blessed? You probably don't feel like it. Tell somebody, look around and tell somebody, I'm blessed. Tell somebody, I feel so blessed. Hallelujah. I want to give glory to God for the privilege and the blessing to be back back home to be back home I thank you can I ask you to sit for two minutes um, I'm mindful of time uh, where, where I come from we're very mindful of time so when I came in this morning and I was given this, and I saw all the time I located, I felt, felt very at home. <laughs> Beautiful. But I'm so grateful to God to be back home, and I thank the Lord for the privilege to see faces that I have known. For a while, I want to say a big thank you to my big brother, my bishop. You know... Um, there are fishes in the sea. They come in different sizes. And um, <laughs> I want to thank my bishop. Thank you, sir, for the privilege. 
the invitation to be here and for granting me the opportunity to see the reality of what God has done this past few years. Um, like he said, I was blessed to be there the day the Lord betted this place. We drove here that night to look at the place. And um, while the protocol team was bringing me this morning, I was looking to see if I could recognize the route to the place. And what a beauty we have here. Please put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you. So I, I celebrate you, sir. And to our mommy in the house, please celebrate my special mommy. You know, mommy has got a very unique voice. And um, the last two years were very trying years in our lives and my family especially. And um, every time I heard her voice, you know, it has a way of bringing a calmness to you. So I always looked forward to, to having a chat and to speaking with her. And, um, but while I was sitting here, the Spirit of God told me certain things about her. I will not say them now. I would want to say them to my brother first before I even tell her the things that the Spirit of the Lord told me. But there is a lifting and there is a promotion coming to the house. So I bring you greetings all the way from South Africa, from the Christ Life world. Thank you. They've sent their love, they send their greetings. And please put your hands together and celebrate my pastor. Amazing pastor. This man has got, this man has got multiple faces. So when he was speaking, I was smiling because when he sings, he takes you to a new realm. And when he shares the word, it comes to you from a dimension that is very unique. And um, I love you, sir. I love you so much. Thank you. And please celebrate the woman by his side. There is, there is something that humility, humility will do something to your life. And, you know, every time I look at you and your wife and your heart for service, I just know that you are a wonder going somewhere to happen. You are, you are. So I thank you and I want to celebrate all the pastors, all the deacons in the house. Thank you for your amazing work. Thank you. Glory to God. Deacon Pakwesi. Please put your hands together for this man. You know, when I, when I came in, I was looking for him all over. I was looking for him. My eyes were all over looking for him. And then I saw he was sitting right in front of me suddenly. Good to see you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
I'll read you two scriptures. I think I've used three or four minutes of my time. <laughs> we will be back in the week. We have an amazing conference this week. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You will not. You will not. You will not. When I came in, Reverend Isaiah was praying. And trust me, I love the atmosphere of prayer. Prayer has molded my life. And I, those who follow me on social media will know that I have, I have a slogan. I repeat it almost every time I speak. I tell people that prayer is not a key. Prayer is not a key. In the kingdom, there are many keys. Prayer is not one of them. When we were growing up, sir, we were told prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. No, prayer is not a key. It's not a key. Prayer is the hand that turns the key. Whatever keys you gain access to in the kingdom will need a hand to turn them. And that hand is prayer. It's prayer. So when I came in, he was praying. And I joined the prayer. And then he read a scripture. Now that scripture is a very personal scripture. It is a scripture that the Lord used just over a year ago to change the line of my life and my ministry. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. He said unto me, Son of man, stand to your feet, and I will speak. He said unto me, Son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. Now look at verse number 2. These were very personal words the Lord was dealing with me, and in the process changing my entire ministry, that has been built for close to 30 years. And the spirit entered into me when he spoke unto me. And set me upon my feet. The spirit, spirit entered into me when he spoke to me. When did the spirit enter into me? When he spoke to me. I remember it was one of the trying days of my life. Two years ago. And I was in the place of prayer, pouring out my heart, seeking the face of God. And the Lord came to me that night and he said to me, from this day, I am changing the line of your ministry. And he said to me, from now onward, you have laid hands on people. You have prayed for people. You have ministered to people around the world. And he said, I'm changing the order from now onward. That every time you bring my word to people, the power will be in the words you speak. And he said, when they hear those words, the strength of the spirit will be in the words that you speak. 
so that when you utter the words, the power will be let loose. And the Lord said something to me so strange. He said to me, he said, henceforth you will lay hands less on people. But when you speak, I will give you a backing. And, you know, it's been amazing. I have watched all kinds of strange things happen in my line of ministry in the last two years. As a matter of fact, it has made the over 20 years in ministry look like a child's play. I am so excited to be here this weekend. And every word that you receive from this altar this week, it will set you on your feet. It is lifting you to new grounds. It is elevating you to new heights. Can I get a believing amen from somebody? If your amen is loud, you are the one I'm talking to. The power is in the words that will be released from this place this week. Esther chapter 2. said so I was going to read two verses, two passages of scriptures. Now this is very prophetic. On my way to church this morning, the spirit of the Lord gave me this scripture. Esther chapter 2. Read me the last three verses. In those days, while Mordecai sat at the king's gate, two of the king's chamberlains, Big Ten and Teresh, of those which kept the door were wrought and sought to lay hand on King Ahasuerus. Do you have a simpler translation? New Living Translation, maybe? Any simpler translation? The King James sometimes, it's a bit too difficult for some of us. Are you still here? <laughs> One day, as Mordecai was on duty at the king's gate, I like this one. This is closer home. Is that not so? One day. One day is one day. Mm. Two of the king's eunuchs, Big Tanner and Teresh, who were guards at the door of the king's private quarters, became angry at King Sarses. The Kaya credit for the report. I love this. Mordecai had there was a conspiracy to kill the king. So he had access to Esther the queen. He told Esther because Esther was a daughter. And Esther told the king and gave credit to Mordecai. So that if a reward is coming, he should go to the guy who did the job. Are you with me? Next verse. When an investigation was made and Mordecai's story was found to be true, the two men were impaled on the sharpened pole. That means they were arrested and were executed. This was all recorded in the book of the history of King Zazes' reign. Now, go to chapter 3, verse 1, which I will call next verse. Verse 1. Sometime later, King Zazes promoted Herman, son of Hamedata, the Agagite, over all the nobles, making him the most powerful official in the empire. Something is wrong here. Something is wrong. Mordecai saved the life of the king. Haman got the promotion. 
Did you notice something? There is a manipulation somewhere. Something that rightly belongs to someone else has just been passed over to someone else. But you will not know the secret of this guy called Mordecai until you go and read verse number 7 of the same chapter and you begin to discover he was a demonic man. He had access to manipulative powers. He could summon demonic priests to his house for one full year to do incantation. He fed them night and day. Haman. Haman was a demonic man. Had access to demonic powers. And could manipulate things. So you work for Haman. You labor for Haman. Whatever you do, you are wasting your time. When you are done doing it, Haman takes the glory. Some of you listening to me are like that. You have saved corporations, saved companies, saved institutions, saved families. Nobody remembers you. Because there are forces sitting somewhere that have vowed that they can control your destiny. This man, Amen. Yes, man. That there is something about the cross of Jesus. The essence of the cross is that that which originally was not, we were not qualified for, can cross over to us. That's the essence of the cross. And anyone listening to me this morning, whose place, inheritance, and destiny has been stolen by demonic forces is about to gain a restoration this week. Whatever you have labored for, you are qualified for the lifting. The scripture says that you will not muzzle the oxen that threshes the corn. Some of you have labored from January till now with nothing to show. Not because you are not smart enough. Not because you are not sincere. But because there are draining forces. Somewhere that have vowed. That you will not enjoy your inheritance. The Lord sent me to you this week. It is time for you to be remembered. It is time for you to be restored. What rightly belongs to you is coming to you. Can I hear believing in Amen. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Please listen. Just lift up those hands and listen to me. Haman was a smart guy in the world. He knew how to use demonic forces. The Bible says they cast poor in his house for one full year. Night and day, night and day. To seize the kingdom. To mess up the lives of God's people. Mordecai deserved to be remembered. You will not say the king did not know because Esther told the king. The guy who saved your life, his name is Mordecai. The next moment, the king invites someone else and give him the promotion. But you know, you know, the scripture tells us it was only a matter of time. Before the grace of God came to work. 
And the stolen mandate was eventually restored. Whatever mandate the devil stole from you. As you lift up your hands this afternoon. Your life is being lifted. Your matter is being remembered. Your case is being revisited. Your file is being revisited. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Wherever you have shown passion for the kingdom. And you have sown seeds. And your harvest has been delayed. This week, there is a remembrance. A book of remembrance is opened for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Speak in tongues for two minutes, wherever you are. Just speak in tongues. Just speak in tongues for two minutes. Shahadegedebosh. Malimandolo prehegedesh. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. I speak over your life this afternoon. I release the word of His grace upon your life today. When you come to the end of this year and they ask you how did you get it turned around so quickly, all you will say is grace. 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 In the name of Jesus. Because the grace of God is speaking for you. Reopening every closed doors. Your matter is being revisited does not matter who had closed the case and put it aside and said it is done. The position has been given to someone else. The God of Mordecai has come to revisit your matter. That which belongs to your inheritance is coming back to you. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Somebody scream amen. Are you expectant? You will not be disappointed. Let me say this before I sit down. There was a time in my life as a pastor and things were so bad. I used to wonder if God does financial miracles. I believed in miracles. It's just that when it comes to financial miracles, I used to wonder, does God do financial miracles too? And then one day, one day, you see, I, I really want to encourage you. When someone stands here and speaks, open your ears and listen. One day, a friend of mine, a bishop friend of mine, came visiting. I was hosting him. And I struggled as usual to host him. I would look at his cell phone, or look at his shoes. I always wondered, how does God favor some people so much and forget some people? At least I knew in my heart I was very sincere. I knew I was not living in sin. And I kept wondering, how do these things happen? So we sat down for lunch with this bishop friend. And I asked after his two sons. And he said to me, oh, they are in Canada. This guy lives in Abuja. 
and was visiting me in South Africa. So he said to me, his two sons live in Canada. They, they school there. And I said to him, I said, it must be very expensive. <laughs> he shook his head. He said, very expensive, my brother. Those were his words. So I said to him, I said, how do you pay? He said, well, um, for the two sons, it cost him just about 20,000 US dollars. Yes, just, just, just 20,000, just over 20,000 US dollars um, every semester. And that comes to, so there are two semesters in the year. So that comes to just about um, 50,000, just over 50,000. I looked at this man, I was sweating inside me. Because I was wondering, how do people do that? How does it work? When God visits you, you will know that money is not one of God's problems. You will know. So one day, I was sitting at the Heston Hyde Hotel in London. We were on a holiday with my wife and we were sitting. There. So I, you'll be there very soon. She got it, she got it. I was sitting there. I, I left my wife in the room, came downstairs at the restaurant. And there was a lady from Puerto Rico and another one from the U.S., about three, four of them sitting, chatting. So I sat alone and they, they said to me, why don't you join us? So I joined them and we introduced each other and they asked me, what do you do? I said, I make noise for the living. <laughs> and the lady, the, the one lady was looking and she was so excited. So she touched her husband and said, that's a special one. What kind of noise? I said, the noise of the gospel. And the one stood up and said, we have a pastor in our midst. And so one thing led to the other, cut a long story short, and this Puerto Rican lady looked at me and she said, do you have children? Because I said, my wife was still sleeping upstairs. Do you have children? I said, I've got two daughters. I took my phone, I showed them the pictures. And she looked at the elderly one, Lofty, some of you know Lofty, she did her premier program here. And she looked at and said, I love this one. Can I be her godmother? So I said, look, if you're going to be godmother, it's going to be very expensive. <laughs> that day, God raised me one person who paid 36,000 US dollars for one child every semester. 36,000 US dollars every semester. That, that was her fee. By the time we asked her residence fee and added other stuff to it, it was 14,000 US dollars every semester. And she has paid it for years. For years. Seated in a hotel lobby, making noise for the gospel. Changed everything. Changed everything. You get to a point where when they mention money, it no longer means anything to you. No longer means anything. Because then you know that God does not only heal the sick. He heals sick bank accounts. 
He heals sick wallets. He heals sick pockets. He heals sick relationships. This week, the God of heaven remembers your case. And your labor in the house of God will not be forgotten. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not be disappointed. God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi, Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember that God loves you.